Hey, it's your girl Super Cindy reporting live from the corner of 183rd Street and 27th Avenue at Checkers in Miami Gardens. We got Gucci Mane, 2 Chains, and Rick Ross, and we're here for the Buy Back the Block movement, where we raise up the community and support and love us. We own the hood. If you live by a dad, by a dad, bro. Like, uh, like I got a crib in Florida, Ooh. and I don't even stay there. Yeah. Been by my mama in the crib, ball right. baby mama in daycare. Yeah. I got a ball for Peter. Let's go. All of my balls are legal. All right. I used to sell the reefer, now I just sell Adidas. Welcome to Culture Me Bias, where we discuss everything in the culture, for the culture, by the culture. I go by the name of Shiz Penn. This kid, this kid said, aka Steve Ray, yo. Too late in the game, you making them type of mistakes, man. Episode 10. You don't know your name, Chad? Episode 10, man. Episode 10, we here. Last episode of 2018. What's happening with you, my guy? I'm chilling, man. How you? I can't call it, man. You real monotone. You like like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh right now. I had a little ring rust on me, dog. All right. I don't know what's going on. Ring rust? We recorded last week. We had a great episode last week. No, that episode was... uh... Shout out to Rug. Shout out to Rick, man. Rick Shout out to Rick. Held it down. Um, definitely. That was a great episode, though. A lot of gems, man. A lot of history. A lot of gems. That was a that was a classic episode, man. Yeah. You know, looking forward to 2019. We got some got some guests lined up, man. We're going to talk about some more things. Yeah, absolutely. Try to get y'all right. We try to try to move the culture forward, man. Doing everything we do to move the culture forward. That's, That's what, what it's do. about at the end of the day. We ain't up here just talking bullshit, man. Not really. Not really here for that, man. Um, we here for it, but we ain't all the way here for it. Well, let's jump into it then. Uh, we gonna start with, this, with, my, with my old head day. Come on, man. David, 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 fuck man to flex, guys. David Flex Hogan. Flex Hogan, dog. All right, catch me up to speed, because you know a lot more about this um, than I do. They just been going back and forth on Insta- Instagram. Uh, did They're you both your man, 50. Your man Flex, Dave was, you know, Dave was covering that, covering that Lior like he always do. And uh, Flex jumped on, jumped out there, defended Lior. He saying that Lior is not a culture vulture. Yeah. So, what you what's your take on that? Um, I don't think I'm well versed to know if Lior is not a culture vulture or right. not. Um, so this is what I think of Lior. This is probably my personal opinion of Lior. Would I say he's a vulture? He'd been involved in hip hop before hip hop was actually big, like right. a little bit before Run DMC. So. We talking about thirty plus years in hip hop, right? Um, so I wouldn't necessarily say he's a vulture. I would say he's probably a shrewd businessman, though. He's about money. He about his money. So if it he doesn't just... make sense, he'll cut you. We won't communicate anymore. I think that's more so Leo style, but that's business. And he's in just in the business of hip hop. He just happens to be in the business of hip hop. Yeah, and you could say like uh, Leo doesn't listen to hip hop. Leor is also 50-something. He had two heart attacks. Like, I don't expect Leor to be running around listening to 20, 21 Savage. Well, how you feel about Flex coming to, coming to Leor's Leor. aid? Um, I mean, Flex is bored. Like, I think, yeah, Flex is just getting a lot of stuff for no, for no reason. For no reason, yeah. But, um, I mean, you see how he talked so greasy about Drake? Like, yeah. he just inserted himself in beef to just... I think that's just to try to keep himself relevant, keep himself popping. I think so too, because I mean, and, uh, we all know nobody listens to radio anymore, yeah. and and only time, only time we uh, really tune in to Flex is when he had freestyle. 
Yeah, and I do that on YouTube. So yeah, that's so that's not through. as far as as far as Dame go. I mean, this your man. So so defend your guy. I mean, biggest he, hypocrite in the game. Why you gotta be a hypocrite, man? Because he says if you have a boss, you should call him daddy. Like, what does that mean, Dame? Uh, you know you. Dame, does he get up there? He talk kind of. Everybody talk, talk can. Kinda. All right, so Dame is steering people the wrong way, right? Everybody, let me get my mic right. Well, I dropped these jewels. Go ahead, let's hear, let's hear, let's hear. Everybody is not meant to be an entrepreneur. Right now is a time with like social media where everybody has in their bio entrepreneur. Right. And when you ask them what they do, they don't do anything. They promote small businesses on social media and they believe that they're running a social media what agency. You know? They're in real estate, but they don't own property. Um, they're selling mentoring and financial coaching classes. They're repairing credit. You have a side hustle. You don't have you're not an entrepreneur. Got you. Now, Damon's telling everyone they should be an entrepreneur. Well, who's gonna work for the entrepreneurs if everybody's an entrepreneur? Yeah. Bad I, think, advice. I think Dame is just coming from like Dame is not starting where starting where he from the beginning. He's talking about like, yo, when I got on, I never worked for nobody. But in ex oh no, actually you did. He did. You know what I mean? And he he's kind of a hero, but I like his message. But I just think that he delivers it. He delivers it. Ah, he delivers it wrong. I, I wouldn't disagree with his message, but I don't think we need to tell everyone to be an entrepreneur. You can only be a successful entrepreneur, I think, if you are passionate about what you're doing. Of course. Um, and I think um, when he when he was talking about leaving, we your need kids, bus drivers. Yeah, we need all that. Like, but when he was talking about like leaving your kids stuff behind and all that, I think he's talking. That's great. That's great. That's. But listen, 100%. if I could leave my kids, let's say a nest egg of two million dollars, and I did that. While working for somebody, am I still a bad dad? Not at all, not at all. But th- the way he portrays his no, message, he makes he makes it look like like the working man is a sucker. <laughs> it's what the working man is doing. It's what anybody does with the money that they earn. But you have in order to in order to get this type of money, you have to work for somebody at some point. Yeah, I mean, so I I get what he's saying, but he just delivers it wrong. Yeah, and I mean, I don't got a big opinion on flex. I mean, flex is flex. Um, I wish him the best of luck, man. Let's move on to the wrestler and the racist ref. Wow. Where do we start here? It's, well, this is very simple, right? Um, if that's so, if you, if me, that's wait, wait. If that's your that's your kid, you understand what y'all doing, y'all? What y'all? What my you son doing? not cutting his hair to compete in a, a local sports game. I'm, I'm same I'm out. way. I'm out. We so, out. Yeah, ain't no rap. We but out. But this is the one thing, right? I understand how every kid, well, we, we raise our kids to say, like, hey, you should play a sport. Um, but this is also why I'm not for championing your kid to be an athlete. Because that kid believed m- more in the system than he did within himself. Right. I would have politely declined of course. the invitation to cut my hair. We would have lost the win. The team would have lost, whatever the case may be. But I'm not cutting my hair to play your game. Right. Now, the, the ref got banned. Can't officiate in high school yeah, anymore. Yeah. But to say that, like, that was giving him an un- – his hair was giving him an unfair advantage in a wrestling match, we know what that is. Nah, it, was just, it was just a racist move. The, co- the, the ref's been known to be racist. So it just was like – But this is for us, and this is going to kind of lead into our topic. We are so much bigger than sports. Exactly. That we don't have to always placate ourselves to compete and jump in the arena to prove that we are athletes and things of that nature. Like, 
it means nothing at the end of the day. It's yeah. a it's a game. It's a match. However they refer to it in wrestling. My thing is like the crowd. Like the crowd didn't say anything. They just. just well, what would they say if, they, if you believe that? So this is what we do with sports, right? The the ref has like a higher power. He's an authority figure. Yeah. So they just fell in line. And what if they were? I don't know where they were, but what if they were at the other schools? Oh, it would have been it would have been Bedlam high school. So they saying like you know it would have been Bedlam. So yeah, they got something to do with it too. And then yeah. your teammates telling you like, go ahead, cut your hair, go out there and get this win. Like what? <laughs> cut my hair, go get this <laughs> win. We it's, out. Yeah, if, if I'm if I'm that kid's parent, I'm body slamming him, dog. We out. And then he looked so depressed after he won. Yeah, so what did he do it for? You didn't you didn't accomplish anything, man. I mean, listen. I race. think that thing is a lawsuit now, though, going down. Well, that's a, that's a good thing. That's I mean that's a that's a win, racism still no they just be concealing it. Yeah, man, In the words Chris, of Kanye, I don't like quoting Kanye, but your man Chris Rock man was being a stone cold sucker man. This was an old clip too. Like me and it's you said, talked no, about this for a half an hour. No, 2011. I didn't really re- realize it was since. 2011. But this is what social media does. They just and get y'all fired up about. Don't say y'all. No, they get y'all fired up. They <laughs> get you fired up too. We had a half an hour, half an hour argument about it. Absolutely. It's falling into something else, which is supposed to be the top of the night, but we're not, we not, we not talking about but, that. Uh, but go ahead. I feel like I feel like uh Chris Chris just was being a being a nut, man. Like, get some fucking balls, man. Like, I'm not letting letting them. You keep say saying that. you keep saying you. Yeah. Chris Rock, not you. That's what I'm saying. I can't hold somebody to the same standard as I, I hold myself. But if I'm in Chris Rock's shoes, I'm not, I'm not if if you're up there, I'm not shiz, dog. You gotta say something. That's any any of my. We, we, that's what I'm saying. You talking about you, you, how you would handle something, how Chris Rock would handle something is completely different. And he looked like he was super uncomfortable at the at the uh, being up there. So this is why I'm gonna say he probably wasn't uncomfortable, right? Because if we look at it, 2011. This is before all the PC, the Me Too stuff. This is before we were so politically correct about something. Right. He just rolled with it, right? right? So this was a different era. I really think that he was like. I know him, and he un- he thinks he understands where it's coming from. I'm not cool with the word being used altogether, right? But I think the fact that he kn- he says that he knows Louis C.K. he was okay with letting the word fly. And I and I and I get y'all comedians, but y'all not on stage right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now if it was on stage, because you know Chris Rock, you know how he get on stage. Yeah. Then I can understand it. Yeah. But y'all like that's this is the a, same guy that this is the same guy that invited women back to his hotel room to just masturbate in front of him. Like, you know, like he, does, he doesn't have it all I together. Never knew he did that. You know, <laughs> yeah. rock out of pocket. No, man. not rock. Louis C.K. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Um, so well, I was probably right. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying that. Like, this is how I look at it. I know the word is used. You're probably not going to ruffle my feathers by using the word in private. No, you can't use it in front of me. Right. Totally not going to happen. But in private, I understand that the word is used, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to let that ruffle my feathers. Right. I know how the game is played. I totally understand that the system was not designed for me. Right. Um, yeah. So it just is. At the end of the day, the word can't fire us up the way it did on social media. It, it can't because what we need to do is going into our main topic of the day is, you know, build that wealth, buy those guns, 
those are the things that will help you in those situations. Right. Just being fired up on Twitter and Instagram for a couple minutes and then going about your day, going right into the system at your job, yeah. does nothing. Doesn't do anything at so all. So spare me to repost. Spare me what you would have thought about the situation, what you would have done if you was there, because you probably wouldn't have done that. I hear you. Chris, no? Chris Akun, cuz. Hey, I'm, <laughs> listen, I ain't going to argue with you how you feel about another Fucking man. Cool. That, that's that's your point, man. Let's talk about Offset got Cardi back. Shout out to my man Offset, man. It was uh, it was only a matter of time. He was weirder than no, But that, that's just so. This is where social media is crazy again. Because now people have opinions about Cardi. That is her husband. I I mean things happen in relationships, man. Father of a child. Things happen, bro. It's life. Yeah. It happens. So I'm not mad. And he didn't even hit. He just attempted to. I'm not mad at her for taking him back. No, do you understand? He just attempted. He did. He wasn't even successful. Dog, I, I got in trouble for for attempting. I got a t- I got a ton of attempts on my record, but <laughs> attempts is dead. They're like, why you ain't do it? <laughs> you, you, sometimes the attempt backlash be so heavy, you'd be like, damn, I should have just yeah, did it. Yeah, every you might as well do it if you if you get the attempt. Absolutely. But listen, shout out to them, man. I mean, for everybody saying that. Cardi is crazy or whatever that case may be. I mean, you know, she doing what she think is best for her situation. Definitely. I'm not mad at her. You want to talk about this. I don't know why. Kim and Kanye's party. Give me the updates on the, what was it, Christmas party? I think it was just a, a, a elaborate party, super elaborate over-the-top party. But that I, I wanted to discuss that to ask you what was the best party you have been to. That's like all. Like holiday party? Anytime party. I've been to a few weddings that have been... Uh, Pretty epic. Pretty epic. I had a few epic weddings. I gave a few. Uh, they probably because it was on fire because I gave a few great best man speeches. You know. You look like you get it. Uh, yeah, I, you know I get everybody yeah. involved. We we make it a group. We make it a group activity. A little, little wedding ringer um, action. <laughs> we gonna get. Our, we gonna make sure everybody have a good time. If you came solo, we gonna try to get you to score. I try to set the vibe up for everybody. Yeah. Um, so I've been to a couple weddings that was cool. Um, couple birthday parties, but I mean. I would say the weddings probably stand out the most. What would you say? Weddings only been like two. You gotta get more friends getting married, man. <laughs> your friends gotta do better. And, and, uh, chill, man. My friends is doing all right, man. Shout out to your friends, but they gotta do better, man. You need more weddings to go to. There's only, only one weddings are a great time years. for a single guy to go to and meet other single more, ladies. More, more, more weddings, less baby showers, man. Uh, gender reveal parties these days. Nah, I'm cool off them. You jokes, passing? But, uh, Nah, I really, really, I can't remember the best. Like, I don't have a best party that I've been to. I probably wouldn't have went to Kim and Kanye party, though. It's Kim and Kanye. What does that mean to no, me? No, I might pass. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. It's Kim and Kanye. I'm about. Like, I, I probably don't went if it was just a Kanye party. but I No, I'm passing because both of them, like, Kanye's somewhere else. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I wouldn't, I mean, who showed up? Dane, Culture Vulture. Yo. Um, Chris Brown, he was trying to score or something. Probably met his weed man before he got there. It was just like, and that's down the street for Chris Brown probably. Why was Dame there though? Dame was Dame was bashing Kanye not too long ago. That's what I'm saying. Dame is a hypocrite, dog. You don't want to say it, but Dame is a hypocrite. Yeah, a little bit he is. When the money not going in Dame's direction, or people don't want to fund his little straight to DVD movies, (laughs) he talk about everybody, man. I think Dave just still sour about what what left with Rock. Did he not get the money? Did he not, not get paid? Money. It's what he did with the money. Too much flossing. Too much Sam Ross thing. <laughs> yeah. Should have stayed in food and beverage, listen, man. Listen, 
Dane was still listen. There's no way that Tata and Jay didn't fall out yet. Yeah, it's but no it's way crazy because you... Dane was Dane was defending Jay like he was defending Jay like yeah. Do we? Do you remember? Like, did you see? Uh, what was it? On backstage? Yeah. Dame was overboard though. Every time, every time, like Bro. he go in, he go in to meetings that he wasn't invited to. Snap on everybody. So I'm not saying Dame's approach was wrong, but I'm saying Dame's approach wasn't built for what Jay Z was doing. Nah, Thirty years later, going in the on, game. he was like, I can't have it. No, going on, I see where Jay was like, I can't have his baggage with me. I can't I, have you don't get to a billy with that boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't have the property with me. Right. I can't have Dan with me to go on this next think, level. I don't even think it was that. I think it's like how how we move. We gotta kind of refine ourselves. But that's that how the property was. How I think they was could, moving. I think they could still be there in the music arm. On the music arm, yeah, because they're not going in the meetings with you. But you even, but Dan was your spokes guy handling and Rockefeller and business. He was doing a bad job at it, bro. You're making more enemies. Listen, regardless of how if you looking backstage, he was talking crazy. Like, I think it was like Michael Kaiser. He was talking Kevin. Michael Kaiser is now the president of Atlantic Records. Where would that relationship be? Somewhere along the line, you got to do business with these people. Yeah. So. He was talking greasy to Kevin Lyles, too. Yeah, he talked greasy to Kevin Lyles. Um, what we got next, man? LeBron Jew money statement. Was this tied into the 21 Savage thing? They, they tied it. It got brought up after, like, they didn't even recognize who tied, uh, who he was. Until Brian said it. Until Brian said so what it. Brian said it on his live? I think or or one of his posts. You know Brian be hyped up listening to music. So what did Brian say? What did Brian do, bro? Um, I don't know. I don't think it was. You referred to people as Jewish, or you referred he to? He said the, Jew, the Jewish money was kosher, like they they got clean money or something like that. I don't think it was nothing too wrong with that statement. And Twenty One Savage, he said uh, he wants Jewish money. Right. Um. So. I guess with all of us, there's stereotypes with like every ethnic background. Yeah, um, that's a stereotype for Jewish people. Right? It is. It but is. They, you know that that bar mitzvah, buddy. <laughs> they, they own a lot of real estate. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a. They're, man, they're, they're, they have a. They say where Jews are cheap and stuff like that. This they is say, a trying. They time. save money. Like you really can't say anything nowadays. In the this media, is a trying man. time when you <laughs> when you get chastised for saying you want Jewish money. Like I, I I don't know if that's disrespectful. And you know uh. They they try to just give Brian like a blemish on his name, man. You know, he he as far as media wise, he's been he's he's been perfect, man. He can't do no wrong. So he this can't. was the first the first drink they got. They could say, oh, we got him. You mean, but that shit don't matter. I I I'm just so I saw this. All right, this is going to the 21 Savage line. Um, hold on, I got some notes. I did some research here. Okay, we ain't been making a bunch of jokes today, people. We we getting right to it. Getting now. right to business. Let me find it. Let me find it. I got iPhone 7. Bear with me. Chill, yeah. Take a little bit of time to find me. Uh, you follow the kid, you follow the kid, uh, Derek Grace, too, on Instagram? Nah. Okay. Um, kid on Instagram. Uh, I think he's down in Florida. He real militant. Um, I'm reading his direct quote, people. This is not me. Don't y'all find it crazy that we are quick to apologize to other cultures for our rhymes and words towards them, but can kill blank and words on records for 12 songs straight, and there is no backlash. Hate your culture, love every other, every, love every other. Ah, oh, he messed that one up, but. 
hate your culture, but love everybody else's culture, is what he's basically saying. And so when I saw that, the reason why I screenshotted it was, I was like, damn, he had to apologize for the Jewish money statement, but he also killed 12 people in his lyrics in that song, and there was no outrage about that. <laughs> So that was that was they don't worry about when we bash our own culture, man. That is crazy though. They don't worry about that, man. So so if you're not offended by the rapper, quote unquote, in his raps killing people, but you are offended by the term Jewish money, I want Jewish money. And the NBA player that said it. Yeah, your problem, your priorities is not all out of (laughs) whack. Don't forget the NBA player that said it, the biggest, the biggest basketball star. Elite. No, you got your priorities are no, not. They, they they totally out of out of whack. It's deeper than rap, man. It's deeper than rap. What we got? Let's talk about these Christmas games. Which one you want to start at? You tuned in. What was the first game? First game was Utah. the Knicks. Knicks and uh, Knicks and uh, Yarnis. You do whatever you want. They got. I think uh, they won. Is Giannis on pace to be uh, best player in the league? Five years? Five, he should be. He can do everything. He gets better every year. He, he, he should be. He, he does. He gets to the basket effort, effortlessly. I don't think they're building the right team around him or something. They probably they keep missing on a lot of picks, too. Jabari Parker, Thon Maker. Jabari Parker was doomed. Uh, what's Middleton? He's not going to get it done. Middleton's all right, though. No, he's solid. He's but solid, he but he's not. Guard. But they think he's the number, number two option. Right. They got to get somebody not. else in there. Right. Because he's um, more uh, catch-and-shoot kind of guy. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, Giannis put a pretty solid number, and they got the W. Okay. Um, what was the next game after that? Was that the? Rockets. Yeah, y- y- man. That was Russ. a good game. Listen, that was a good game. Russ totally blew that game. I, uh, listen, I don't ba- I don't ha- I don't hesitate on bashing my guy, Russ. Um, does that quite often. That's fine. But How do you feel about Paul George being an uh, MVP candidate, man? He's having a phenomenal season. Yeah. So this goes to show everybody that said, he should go to L.A. And this is why he didn't go to L.A. Because he could just play in OKC, no added pressure, and just put up great numbers. And if we get to the – so you know I think they're scary you know in the playoffs. Why, you, know, you know why he's he's playing so much better? And this I, I, I attribute it to your man, Russ, because Russ took a step back. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Brian ain't taking a step back, period. But Paul George knew that. I mean, yeah. and Paul George knew if we didn't win, I get all the blame. Oh, well, Brian doesn't. Wherever you, wherever you go, like even when Kyrie played in, in Cleveland, they lose. Damn, it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. We win. I hit the game winner in the finals. Mm-hmm. We all we care about is that fucking block. Yep. You know I mean so? Mm-hmm. It's a given the curse playing with him. So I totally understand why players are doing it now. That would have been a different game against the Rockets if Andre Roberson was healthy. Mm-hmm. If he yeah. played, um, it's just hard for one player to stick. Heart and because that, that was a tough task for Terrence Ferguson. Yeah. Terrence Ferguson had a great seat. He's having a Harden is solid gonna, Harden is going to dribble your life away, man. I, I felt bad on some of the switches. <laughs> I'm like, man, he's just like, he goes legs, legs, tweet the legs, legs, tweet the legs, cross, tweet the legs, I'm, like, cross, I'm gone, gone, or I'm stepping back three. So Harden's a tough cover, but we could definitely beat them in a seven game series. Mm, right Healthy. now, y'all look good. Y'all look Healthy. good. I ain't going to say y'all look good. We'll try the second best team in the West. Yeah, absolutely. So now we're gonna keep it moving. Uh this was the game, the best I think the probably the best game of the night. Celtics, Sixers. Yeah, Celtics and us. Celtics, Sixers. Good game. Ben was not aggressive enough. Um Duh. I, I, 
But you think I don't say Ben do anything wrong, so I just want to You never, but when we talk about it, you never say Ben do anything wrong. Okay, can, 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 can I say this? Ben hasn't gotten any better he, at all. He hit a jump shot. That was a big jump shot. We're not going to talk about what jump no, shot is. So this is what I'm saying with the jump shot. If he takes that jump shot more often, he can hit that jump shot. He got to be confident. He just got to shoot it's, it. it's about confidence yeah. in, in, in playing basketball. Totally agree. What comeback to hurt us in that game, we are not deep enough to beat. Boston at this point. Nah, Boston's way too deep. And um, then, then you got a closer like that kid over there, number eleven. Yeah, and he could be. And this is where you would need your number one pick, like a Markel Fultz, to actually be playing and playing well. And he's supposed to be coming back soon too. Well, okay. <laughs> and then he'll find another injury to sit back out. He'll <laughs> get the space gym disease again. <laughs> I mean, it's kid the crazy. Hell, but that was a good game. Jimmy Definitely Buckets. Um, and I think we, lo- we lost that game strictly because we didn't go to Jimmy in the, in the fourth. Yep. And my thing is Embiid got to relax, man. Like, all this complaining he's doing in the media, which we should have seen before because he's a attention freak. He's a kid. Freak, he's a t- he's a and he's a attention kid. freak, yeah. so. He, he's a kid. He wilding right now. And he's not understanding that winning is way more important than how many shots you get per game. Yeah. Like, so you're counting your shots? Basically, he is. Let's he's counting his, he's counting his, his, his shots and his numbers. You got paid already. No, don't you don't worry about that. Just get busy. I'm just saying, but you got paid already. I can see the yeah, contract here. You paid. That's what I'm saying, don't worry about that. Just get busy. But anyway, what was the last uh, game? Lakers. No, we, uh, had the, we had we we had the Lakers and the Warriors. I didn't watch that game. It, it went it did it went completely left. I, I didn't expect it to be like that. I thought uh, Golden State was gonna kill them, but uh, they end up Lakers end up trashing them. Rondo came in as the Brown went down, and looked like Celtics looked Rondo, like Celtics looked Rondo. like old Rondo. Yeah. And uh, Rondo is listen. Rondo is a freakish athlete. Yeah. He's six three, seven seven foot wingspan. Um, so let's look at it this way: Rondo would not be in the league if he didn't have his wingspan. You think so? No, because like he could play such great day, he can get so many more buckets because his wingspan is so long. If you put him as a regular six three player, no, he wouldn't be in the league. But he's an exceptional pass, and he runs. He runs a game. I, I totally get it, but that wingspan does something different. That's why Giannis looks so good. It's wingspan. No, nah, he looked like his arm stretch cut. <laughs> like that wingspan lets you cover up so much space from in bad decisions, blocks, steals. It helps so much. But uh, it was a good. Good lineup for Christmas Day game. I ain't watched the last game. That's just too late. Uh, Ten thirty. I mean, one a.m. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't care to watch that one either. I was probably yeah, eating. Was I was eating pumpkin pie by that point. It was Utah. Only person, only black person I know that like fucking pie. It's fantastic, delicious. Sweet potato pie, bro. I actually had carrot cake on Christmas. Uh, government shutdown. You want to talk about that? I have no idea what's going on. I, I'm not taking that negative energy into my 2019. <laughs> Your man Trump just try to try to uh wow wow Robert Trump. Did you see uh? Robert, I cut you off. Uh, what they raised like 16 million for the wall. Yeah. On a GoFundMe? <laughs> Yo, man Trump, man. If y'all don't start buying more guns, cuz. <laughs> that boy Trump. Uh, an eight-year-old kid. Uh, died in, uh, died in the Homeland Security custody. That ain't, that ain't, we ain't gonna call it that, because that shit like a, a concentration camp right uh, there. Yeah, basically. Um, uh, listen, if they raise $16 million to build a wall, yeah. I don't know what's coming next. Please, listen, go to Walmart. You can buy a shotgun for like $199. I'm not promoting violence, but uh, Trump not playing. It's looking man. like you're gonna have to protect your land very soon. Yeah, yeah. Shotgun in the box of shells. You get out of there for two twenty five. Go to Delaware if you want. You can save on the tax. Yeah, Trump pushing that shit through before the Republicans get out of the house. 
Hey man, listen. Yeah, man. Um, and a uh, lot, a lot of government. Employees this is what year two though of his his administration coming he, up on the second year. Yeah, it is. Yeah, damn, it ain't three yet. I'm just saying we got to ride it out two more years. Twenty four months tough. ain't bad. I thought it was the third year, but yeah, a lot of government employees are getting furloughed. So, They'll so be right. they dog. I'm cool. I ain't going to work, not getting paid. Like TSS, TSA workers are go, literally going to work and not getting paid for Got to protect work. the country, man. Best security in the world, TSA. You believe that? Yeah. They all have attitudes. <laughs> they all they bad. They never get you through fast they enough. They always bad, <laughs> dog. Don't go, they all don't go too late, dog. I'm you like, miss your flight. But I'm like, I'm here. My flight is a 6 a.m. flight. Why are you mad already? Fuck, they don't want to do that, dog. They don't want they don't want to do Pat Dales and all that, cuz. You signed up for this job. All the government jobs you got, you picked this one. What else government jobs are being furloughed? I have no idea. I told you I'm not taking this negative energy into 2019. Oh, man. But uh, enough of your man, T. Trump, man. Well, speaking of two years, your guy, Joel Santana, got sentenced. I mean, that's that's better than a, a pound. Hey, man. That's listen. better than a pound. But, he, um, he'll definitely be sober on his way home. Yeah. Joel's got a, uh, I mean, his rap career wasn't wasn't going going anywhere. Nah, he's gonna be a career loving hip hop guy from now on. Yeah, that's kind of nutty. He's still getting a check, but it's kind of nutty because what what he could have been. Yeah, got hotter. I felt like I felt like um him, him Fab and Kiss. Not saying they would have been these three other artists. But they were supposed to be the next. Right, but they to cut should, you off. They should have been the next Jay. But let me cut you off. Jay and Fab have both been on a record saying they did not want that type of success in their career. That's my problem with Fab. No, how is that your problem if he don't want it? What do you mean? He, but he, he also said he did want it at the end of, listen, the end of his career, too. Listen, but, th- but we, what he's saying is Jay-Z can't go anywhere without security. Okay. Do you know how unnormal un- that is? That's not normal. We're not. We're not even talking about that success. We're talking about being. I'm talking about being just a giant in hip hop. Being, but a, that's that's what he being, didn't being, want. Being, being the king in hip hop, like being the best rapper. Bro, you let your fandom get away from you sometimes. He, the, if the man says he doesn't want it, how you gonna yeah. want it more than he wanted? But your man talk about some. Listen, your man talk about some. Yeah, I've been in the room with the crown. Then I'm about to finally try it on. I think that was just a cool Instagram caption. He's a nut, cuz. I, I think you really mistaken that people don't really want to be that famous. Until you're famous, I think you won't understand. What are, what are we doing for? If you're if you're doing something, why are you not doing it to be the best? Have you ever heard of money? Okay, <laughs> you get the most money you can get. No, I don't. What if I got enough? Like, 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 what is five million no, enough for I me? I don't want to hear that from you because all you talk about is money, shit. No, I'm not talking about money. I'm <laughs> just saying. You, no, but I'm saying. If, if, if it's with you, it's about the bag, bro. No, I'm saying. But well, my if, thing is, all right, let's, you doing something like, all right, you want you do real estate. You want to be the best real estate boy, right? I don't. No, I don't. I don't but, want 100 but you properties. Know, but you, you don't want 100 properties. That's I more don't. money. That's more money for you. It's also more of a headache. If I'm cool with 20, I'll take my 20 and go to the, go to sleep, go to Hawaii, okay. chill out for a week. And that's what Fab and Kiss said they wanted. But anything that's like that's like our podcast. We're we're doing it to be the best podcast. I, I we are the hope, best. What you talking I would, about? I would hope that's what you're in for is to be the best. I am. But if you told me I had to be on the road fifty weeks out of the year, I'm gonna say no thanks. Oh, you got it. Find you a replacement. Hey, Mont, should we already shit's backing out again, yo? 
Yeah. My, I copyrighted the name, my. Where where I go, where the name goes, I go. But you man, shit, that get crazy again, dog. But anyway, uh, but back Jewel's when, two years for Jewel's. Back when I said Jewel's, Jewel's fat kiss was supposed to be J Big and Nas. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Like I'm not saying like they were supposed to, like they were supposed to be as good as them. I don't think they ever wanted they that. Been, kiss is top five there a lot, so he wanted something. I think that was just a cool name. Is nah, he in your top five? Who kiss? Yeah. He's top ten. Oh, all right. He's my top ten. He's in nobody's top five, but his own. <laughs> Yo, relax <laughs> off Kiss, dog. I love Kiss, relax but he's only kiss. in his own top five. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I, I I think Kiss he never put out an album that contributed him to be top five. No classic, no. Fab Not does, even close. Fab doesn't have a classic. Not either. even close. That's what I'm saying. Classic tapes. They got classic tapes. Soul Tape Three. Yeah, that was probably the, That's probably the best one. Yeah. Uh, he got a lot of classic mixtapes though. The, the last, that free, both that of them. Freestyle Friday joint was amazing. Yeah, both of them. All right, let's move on. Meek Mill PSA. Did you get a chance to see it? Yeah, I think uh, came across Meek, the gram. What, what Meek said was actually pretty fucking. Dope. What did Meek say for the people that did not see? He said, "Yo, man, let's uh, let's 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 instead of instead of get hopping on these G fours and buying new wheels, let's 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 start businesses and pro- and buy properties and see who the best at doing that." So yeah, Meek, man. the guy with 100 chains, has said, no more jewelry, no more watches. Let's buy these property. Let's buy these businesses. Yeah. Meek Millie. Meek is on it. He also left. Uh, my, thing, my thing about with, with Meek, I know uh, when Meek speak, a lot of motherfuckers listen. They do. Like, like even like he he, he changed the whole, with, with celebrity, he changed the whole demographic of Instagram. Nobody was supposed to like that no, until, listen. until Meek started. Um... I think Meek should probably have stock in Instagram. The way he changed it. Because, I mean, Meek actually made it cool to post pictures on Instagram every day. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. I felt like I was a chaser. Chill, yeah. When Meek first got on the gram. (laughs) I'm about to see if I can still put together 16, see if I can get down with Meek. No, yo. I'm not right with that. What else we got, man? What else we need to talk about, man? Speaking of, uh, you know, Meek, he did a Christmas drive. Yeah, he did a Christmas, did a Christmas drive. drive. Pretty, pretty fucking dope. But um, you it know. was a hundred thousand dollars worth of toys in the middle of North Philly. He gave out at the King Center, man. At the King Center. Anybody that very anybody, familiar with King Center. Anybody that's been in North Philly, played ball. You've been to King Center. You've been to the King Center, and uh, in my area, the King Center, it was always a fight. It's a rough stop down there. Um, it's still a rough leave, stop. Before you leave, you always got a little scuffle. It's still a rough stop there. Um, yeah. But a hundred thousand dollars worth of toys. So we had bikes, Xboxes, um, all set up in ages. One young man got his Xbox stolen after leaving the toy drive. How crazy is that, man? Um, to you idiots that stole the Xbox, you could have went in and got an Xbox for could've free. Could have got your own Xbox, but you wanted to rob a, a fucking kid. On it was Christ- like ten on Christmas Eve. Um, so you probably sold that on offer up for about one hundred and fifty dollars. You're a true fucking idiot. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, but the young kid did go back in, and yeah. Meek and his people gave him another Xbox. As they, I mean. So that was right great. Me continue doing the, the good work of the community. Hundred thousand dollars, all your sponsors and people that contributed to that. Hell yeah, that's fabulous for the hood. Made a lot of Christmases. Hopefully, culture buyers can join you one day and uh, give out about three hundred dollars worth of toys. Yo, 
talking about a little more. Bro, we on a budget, man. <laughs> we on a budget. Listen, I'm going to go cash out at five below and get these toys next year. Listen, if you stop buying all these damn Yeezys. Here we go. Don't judge me, dog. Don't judge me. I get judged every week by you, so I ain't trying to hear that shit. You're not shit. judging me. Let's jump into the main topic, though. Wait, we got... Uh, we, oh, you shit. You don't want to discuss that Super Bowl shit? Oh, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Your, your guy. Who? Travis. That's not my man, bro. No, you like the Kardashians. He a Kardashian. No, that's, that's your man, Travis. You like Yeezy, Kardashian. Speaking of guy that so, got, got on Yeezy. Uh, bro, these Adidas, guys. I should take a picture of George. These Adidas. Dog. Listen. Um, woke, whatever he will be. <laughs> so Travis Scott is performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. Any who, thoughts? Who cares, bro? You care about Chris Rock letting someone use the N word in front of him? You don't care about? No. Why would I care about this? So, all right, this is what I would say. This is what this is why this is why I do care. If Cardi B has enough sense. To turn down a million dollars not to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show, Travis Scott, you're an idiot. To come out on, to not even get paid the million dollars, to come out on Maroon 5 set, you're an idiot. You just had the number one album for 43 weeks. You did not need another look. So please tell me other than, what's the what's the Kardashian model name? Y'all know her better than I do. Yeah, I can't get her name right. Whatever. Um, whoever the Kardashian mom is. Jenner, told you something like that. Something like that. I don't know her first name. Um, her. I can't get it. I, I listen. But yeah, this Travis, is how you know I don't watch the Kardashians. Yeah, but Travis Scott, man, fuck out of here. This is how you would know that she told you, like, yo, you need to do this. This does, is a good look for who you. Who does he Chris, mess with? Chris, that's her name. Who does he mess with? He mess with one of them? Yeah, Kylie. Uh, the little uh, made-up one. So Chris told you, Chris Jenner, that's her name. I got it. My wife would be proud of me. Um, told you it was a good idea to do the Super Bowl halftime show. Although Jay Z reached out to you, asked you not to do it. Meek called you a clown for doing it. Not a clown, but said that's stupid. Why are you doing that? But you still thought it was a good idea. Shout out to you, Travis. I have yet to listen to Astro World anyway. Me either. Um So let's get into this main topic, man. What are we talking about today? Generational wealth, man. Generational wealth. All right, let's go open into I'm opening up year. with you, man. Let's talk about generational wealth because this is the last episode of the 2018. And uh, everybody's always on how they can make more money in the new year, losing weight. Those are probably the top things. Losing weight, getting married, all that other bullshit. Um, so let's start with generational wealth, man. What are your thoughts on what does generational wealth mean to you? Oh, It means uh, having... Have, making enough money or like having businesses to pass on to your to your children, to their children. Actually, love is what love. Firstly, because I feel like uh, love coincides with with everything. With yeah, love love is wealth. Health, Health is, is wealth. wealth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So all these things need to be be passed on and just change the cycle of uh. How things go. Like right. I know when I I know when I was growing up, uh-huh. like I like I told you before, my mom, she never told us like she loved us. She just showed us by having food on our food in our mouth, uh clothes on our back, roof over our head. Yeah, you know I mean, and you know, I try to change the stigma with my nephew. Right. You tell yeah. you love him a lot, you saw it. Yeah, I'm cool. That, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. <laughs> I'll be that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you tell Tate you love him every time you walk out the door, that's dog. That's a fact. Yeah, you know I mean? but um 
just everything, setting them up, not not like not being, not saying the cliche. I want to give my my kid everything that I didn't have. That's the stupidest shit in the world. Yeah, you know I mean, I, I could care less. Like I I rather uh, we have enough money to put you through college, so you don't owe you don't owe motherfuckers money. Or damn, you don't want to go to school. We got a family business that you. Who go is the motherfuckers? Huh? I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Yo, you out of pocket. You out of pocket. And um, just uh, we got a family business for you, man. We got these properties that we can get to give to you. Yeah. You know I mean, not yeah. not not uh, I learned, I learned a lot of families struggle with this. Uh, not not like kick putting my kid out of the street when they turn 18. I hate when parents say, "Yo, uh, I actually you, don't want my kids to leave till they're 30." I feel the same way. I feel the same exact way. You can't leave you my can't house. Leave it to, until so this, you, you can buy a house. God honest truth. You can't leave my house until you have zero consumer debt and twenty percent down for the home you want to purchase. It, may, it makes it makes a it makes a hundred percent sense to me. We have extra room. We're good. Uh, we, you can stay uh, as long as you want. Yeah. Big ass house. You you don't affect me paying paying any bills. No. I want you to say I'm going money still possible. I'm going to still pay bills regardless. Yep. You know what I mean? And yep. uh what uh uh like, if I do ask you to teach you some responsibility to pay a bill, you'll pay your phone bill, and I'll give you that fucking money back when you when Well, you, I would actually say this leave. is what, I would actually yeah, say this is what you probably do with it, right? Because um, I, I don't believe in, like, I will let my kids stay for free, but this is what I would do. I would charge my kids rent, but that same rent money I would put in the account for them. Mm-hmm. And then when they have their 20% deposit for their home, all that money that they paid in rent, I would then give back to them to add to their contribution makes, to their house. Makes a lot of sense. So um, this is something that, like, just to give you my thoughts on generational wealth. Um, it's a big thing for me, generational wealth. And I also think that, you know, we got to give our listeners some practical advice on how to build generational wealth. And one of the easiest ways is we are consumers, um, yes. We have to break that mindset of, you know, we come in here, we bust each other balls about like Yeezys and things of that nature. Um, but I'm also like a firm believer I save 25% of what I earn week in, week out. Right. Um, you have to be a saver. Um, you can't carry dumb, you know, if you have to use credit to buy something and you can't pay it off in 30 days, you don't need it. You shouldn't be buying it because you actually can't afford it. You don't need it. Um, but, for some tips to build generational wealth, this is how you build generational wealth. Um, as a, if you don't own a home, you can purchase a home for about three and a half percent down through an FHA loan, which is backed by the government. Um, so let's just take this for instance: you buy a home, let's say average home about one hundred twenty thousand dollars, start a home. It's probably actually going to cost you less than six thousand dollars to purchase that home, right? Which you can own in thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um, another way for us young folks to build generational wealth. One day you're going to pass on, guaranteed. Only thing certain in life, you're going to check out. If you have that. kids, you should possibly have a life insurance policy. And they say a life insurance policy should be, you know, it should cover your mortgage, your income that will be missed. So let's say um, a good amount of life insurance there. And a term policy. Don't buy these whole life policies. I know people be pitching a lot of whole life policies. Um a term policy, and you can kind of stack them. And how you stack them is if you buy your first one at, let's say, 25, you can buy your next one at 35, and then they just kind of overlap with 20- and 30-year policies um, to kind of cover yourself. It's amazing how many people don't have life insurance. Um, yes, and life insurance from your job is not life insurance. Right. 
So if you get sick for three to four months, uh, you will lose your job and you no longer have life insurance. So please buy it through an outside source, not through your job. But another way to kind of build generational wealth is we talked about owning your home. We talked about life insurance, um, two big proponents of. But, you know, a lot of us that have jobs who are not entrepreneurs, you have a 401K that you can take advantage of, um, you know. It says the average person could retire in 10 years if they max out their 401K, um, let's say from 25 to 35. From 25 to 35, the most you can contribute to your 401K is about $18,900 per year. Okay. If you max it out over a 10-year period, um, and with that growth over 10 years, you could probably be on the way to retiring early, whatever that looks like for you. For everybody, it's different. But if you don't have to work to 65, Right, and you retire at fifty, you won the game. You so won the lottery. So, what are what are some of the ways you start building generational wealth? Um, I mean, I purchased my first home at twenty six. Dope. I mean, it's probably one of the easiest ways. Um, and I think for us, is really identifying ways to kind of build passive streams of income. Definitely. And one of the easier ways, you know, if you're not running a business or operating a business, building a business from scratch is rental, in- rental income. Right. So what I look at is, like, hopefully, you know, we pay off some properties and they're paid down enough that that income can help fund my daughter going to college, who will be going to right. college soon enough. Um, so she doesn't have to take out a bunch of student loan debt. Yeah. That rental income from one of the properties will help her pay for yeah, because you don't want to. You want to come out. Of well, I don't want to put her in debt. I don't yeah, want to. You don't want. You don't want your kids to be in debt. That's that's terrible. You know, you come out of college at two hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. It's not that she can't leave. It's she can't afford to leave yeah. now. So the loans going to hit you like a Mack truck, boy. After six months, I want to subsidize some of that for us. But I, I think it's a lot we can do, man. Like you know, all that shit is cool, flexing on Instagram um, with yeah. the Rolexes and all like this. And if I could just you know share from my personal experience. Oh, tell them about the tell them about the Rolex. My story, story. with the Rolex. The Rolex story. That, that's a dope story. Um, you look like a nut, but it was a dope story. Listen, so for my 30th birthday, I thought it was it was only right that I bought myself a Rolex. Bought me a little Rolex. You guys all know the beginning one date, Josh. Um, bought me a Rolly. <laughs> no ice, so uh, wasn't a fake one. I didn't go see uh, RDJ Raheem the Jeweler. It's <laughs> harder than cash. Treat to myself for my 30th birthday. <sighs> so um, I won't mention the young man I work for. Uh, he was Jewish, uh, worth a hundred million dollars though. Uh, worked for his company. We're sitting in a meeting. I'm sitting next to him. It's like eight of us around the table. This dude literally sold his previous business right. for a hundred million dollars, started a new company, took me with him to this new company. So we sit in one of these meetings. I look on his wrist. I know. You told me. He has a Timex on. <laughs> yeah. I look at my watch. I'm like, okay, I have a Rolex. He has a Timex. He just sold a business for $100 million. I'm doing something wrong here. Yeah. So after that, you know, we took it back to the jeweler, busted down, got the cash back. Right. Um, Luckily, I, Rolex, Rolexes don't depreciate. They that. hold their value. They hold that's, their that's value. One of the, that's a good thing. They hold their value. And listen, I'm not saying you shouldn't buy watches. It's just a time and a place. No, it's, a time, it's definitely a time and a place. I was a little bit ahead like of myself. Um but you know, we took that money. You was, was listening to too much meat then. Dreams and nightmares had to be out. Um, yeah, it was probably out. Um, it's just you you just think you earn this stuff. Like no, no. With 30, you, know, you, you, you feel like you want to treat you, you want to treat yourself to son. And I really 30, didn't earn it yet. You know what I mean, you 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 got a property, you got a couple kids, you're doing well for yourself. 
So you like, yo, so I'm going to treat you, but you like you thinking like, damn, I should treat myself, man. Yeah. So that's what and I'm it, saying. And, you know. it, and it turned out you you looked at it, but it it helps you grow. No, absolutely. And did so, it, like, did it make you like reevaluate yourself, get your shit together? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, we, we we put the watch up. And you Wifey know, ain't saying nothing about you grabbing that jump. Nah, she not. You know, as long as I hold down the house and I keep us on, uh, like our plans are, and my goals are still in order. Like she let me rock out and do whatever I want. Right. You know, she could but that was that was dope to be self aware, to say yo that I was on some nut shit, take it back. Yeah, mm. I was, yeah, I, I wouldn't even say it was nut shit. I was just ahead of myself in terms of where I should be, right? Like, because at the same time we were paying for, you know, you lived in Philly, you you can't send your kids to regular school. It's a little harder no, to you do. Can't. Um, but we was paying tuition for our kids to go to school, right? And it's like that money could have went to something else. You know, we ended up buying another house, but. You know, I bought a fixed opera. It's a ton of work to move in the right. county and all that. My taxes is higher. Right. The watch means nothing. Right. So it's just understanding and valuing it. When the time comes, I'll get another watch. Right. It's coming soon, man. <laughs> Not no time <laughs> soon, guys. My daughter's going to say, What you going to say? Sky dweller this time? I, I'm nowhere near that. That's. Nowhere near that. No, listen. Half these protects you see it out here are not protects. Don't fall for it, man. These protects be these protects be playing thirty five thousand dollars. I don't know how they walking around with bust down protects. Um, Because niggas are crazy. But we 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 getting off the point. Um, Yeah, we definitely are. Generational wealth, man. It's something that we all should be striving for. So with the new year coming up, listen. This is probably the easiest place to start. If you don't have a budget in place. Put a budget in place for the money that comes in your house, and then where that money goes. Um, I know this people. Should, wait, wait. This should all be on what you told me is a vision board. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big vision board guy. Um, like I'm I'm gonna keep it a being like, even though me and shit have our wrists on this podcast, I learned a lot from these. He's a nut, but I learned a lot from these dog. I ain't gonna hold you. Like I learned a, a whole lot from this guy, man. No, I mean, I think like. You got to see your your goals right in front of you every day. So that's why yeah. I use vision boards, you know. I walk in my office. I see my vision boards. And, and, um, and, it's, I'm accountable now. When I walk right, out the door, right. I know what the goal is. So when I think about doing something dumb or impulse spin, I'm like, yeah, that's the turn for my goals. So, And another thing, shit won't let me, like, like if I'm complaining, he be like, dog, what are you doing to change it? You know what I mean? And it... He doesn't let me off the hook, like, like, dog. bro. It's all solution based. Like, if you we mean? know the problem, if you know that you struggle with like credit card debt, cut mm-hmm. the credit cards up, yeah. pay the debt down, and then when you earn back your trust on your spending, get mm-hmm. another credit card. Right. But we should all have budgets in place. We should all know all of our expenses. Like, I can tell you where my most of my discretionary income go. Right. Right. My discretionary income goes with food. Eating out, right? Not, not food for my house. But it's so crazy. I don't, I don't even. You don't even strike me as a person to eat out. A I do though, because I'm a social drinker, right? Right. So I get around my guys. We'll have a drink, and I'm the guy. Once I get a couple with me, yo, what you drinking? <laughs> I put his on there. He got some wings. I'm like, cool. That's your man. Get him one too. So when I look at my, you know, I use that the was- I use the Mint app. So at the end of the week. Meant send me my little report or the end of the month. I'm like, damn, I spent that much on food. Yeah. And then when you look at the charges, so you got to start with a, a budget to kind of see where you land. Right. You know how much discretionary income you got. You probably shouldn't spend six hundred dollars in discretionary income, mm-hmm. um, because you only have three hundred dollars there. Right. And then you got to understand what's a liability and what's not a liability. You know, 
a car note, that's a liability. Every time. Can't help you. Every time. Your home is not an asset until you own it. Mm-hmm. So you can't be mortgage poor. Can't have all of your money going to your mortgage because right. what are you going to save? How do you get an emergency fund there? So it's budget, build you an emergency fund, then figure out what you're going to save for, work on some additional streams of revenue. You know, they say Uber and stuff like that. Like, figure out a side hustle. It's a side hustle. Definitely, I think you definitely have to have side hustles. One, one, one stream of revenue is not going to get it done. You'll just be complaining about your situation and wondering why you can't get rich with one stream of revenue. There's no way you're going to get rich with one stream of income. Like this. So I don't even think it's about rich with generational wealth, right? I think it's putting those habits in place, mm-hmm. leaving your kids something. You, Let's say this. You leave your kids some land. You leave them a life insurance policy. They are set up, and if you have all the basic habits of budgeting, not being in credit card debt, your kids will adapt those habits yeah, as well. Yeah. So all that designer shit that y'all do for little kitty proms and big proms and all that shit, all that shit is cool, but that shit is stupid. No, you gotta cut that shit out. Like a lot that of shit that is, shit you gotta cut. That out. shit is stupid. Like, you you, s- like I really, I really see people spending. 10 you spend seven thousand dollars on a 10 prom. Ten racks on proms. He has and, a two point four GPA. And Phantom, no, thank you. And Phantoms is pulling up the fucking shacks. It makes no sense. It's the stupidest shit in the so world. So that's not the shit that we should be valuing. We should definitely be I valuing. Think, I think as as a culture, we value the wrong shit. It's, it's a lot of shit. But it's a learned behavior, though, because it can start with me. It can start with you. Yeah. You can influence your and nephew. And it's definitely, it's definitely passed down. It's definitely passed yeah. down. And it's, 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 it's up for the older people. Like, I can't pass DJ none of the, none of the bad habits. Well, if you say, like, this how I look at it like this. When people say, man, I can't afford life, life insurance. Let's say it's 700000 It's... $700 a year for a $300,000 policy. But I see with a pair of $900 sneaks. Yeah. That's your, that's your so you just don't value yeah, the life insurance the way yeah. you value you impressing people that don't really care about you. Exactly. But that's why when you die, we got the fish fry. We got the fish fry. Your we folks got, are my line saying, the, we got the what go, can we get? We got the GoFundMe. It's retarded. Just a bunch of nut shit. So I know I'm going to check out. If I could leave my kids a nice little policy yeah. to get their life started, if I check out too soon, my wife could pay off the mortgage, pay off all the bills right. there. She can marry another nigga. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> You're a nut, dog. <laughs> no, listen. Uh, that was just for O. O likes to hear me use the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> we had a big argument. This is not telling you. This argument was intense, y'all. The show was supposed to be based on that, but... Um, I don't use the word, but the P's O, I use it occasionally. Um, But yeah, I think, listen, do your research on generational wealth. Start with building a budget in the new year. Um, If you could save at least $20 per paycheck, that's the place to start. You can build from there. There's a ton of apps out there. There's the Mint app. There's Personal Capital that's out there. Um, You can use the Acorns app, which saves the change from your debit purchases. Um, so you can save a little bit of change here and there. Um, uh, that's what my kids use. My daughter uses the Acorns app. Look, you got them started already. Oh yeah, I mean they go to the every two weeks we go to the bank so they can make their, you know, that's what's up, man. They uh, they align with deposits. They just need to see that transaction, right? Um, and then you know, like that's all right, dope, man. what you saving for? We save for it, then we get to enough, and then you can buy it. But she's actually saying all the good stuff. The good stuff I like. Like I like about them at night. Any other time, I'm be like, man, fuck that guy. Listen, I'm a hard dad, man. I don't buy my kids shit <laughs> if it is not their birthday or Christmas. If they want a toy in the middle of the year, they save their own money to buy something. Um, I'm just not with just buying toys. The toys don't hold value. 
one day my daughter will get married, I'll be responsible for her wedding. One day she will need a car, I'll be responsible for that. One day she'll have to go to college, I'll be responsible for that. So most importantly, me buying all the toys that she want now, she'll value me paying for those things a lot later. Definitely. So I'll save my money for those things. Makes sense. Anything else you'd like to add to this topic? No. Are you happy I used the N-word today? No. I thought that would appease you. It did. Because we <laughs> it did because uh we had we, the argument is like you supposed to stay away from it. I we tried chall- to appease you. We we chat we challenged each other to be better. I tried to appease you. What, 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 what did you challenge me to be better at? Um shit, I forgot. It's in the it, it was it's uh in our, it's in our, it's in it was chat. uh it was about women. It was about women, yeah. And said I like uh like the way we like skid girls. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> I know you're tight. Let's do these drops, man, so we can get up out of here, man. We got to uh, get ready for New Year's. We will be popping champagne. We'll be doing everything that we told y'all not to do in this episode for New Year's Eve. We're a big contradiction. <laughs> We're lying. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be uh, at home watching. Who is it? Ryan Seacrest dropped the ball. I'll be at church, cuz. And oh, I'm not man. even lying. Okay. I'll Where you going at the church is the question. Sleep. I got to work in the morning. I'm watching, I'm watching the boy Ryan Seacrest with some apple, uh, sparkling apple Just, cider. It's my night. It's going to be some ace. Last episode of uh, <laughs> 2018. Y'all won't see us till 2019. Hopefully, we'll be back bigger and better. Yeah. All right, so what's Yeezy 350 statics? Mm, I'm just what's your not, thoughts? Just not a fan on all these white-ass white, white Yeezys. Especially in December? Yeah, especially in December. I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I just don't, I'm not feeling them. Um. Yeah, that's a no go for me. You I'm know, you know that you know they wasn't really that popping. If well, the uh, the V2s, the ones that came out today, you know they really they really wasn't popping and they didn't sell out until they probably still got them. They probably still got them. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even look. Um, I was not interested in those as well. Those didn't work for me. Um, What's up with these retro one? Uh, old OGs. Uh, I have no idea. I looked at them. They were horrible. The check had like green and white in them. Oh, I know what George you're talking about. Didn't yeah. really make sense they for me. They kind of whack. Yeah, they, they, they look like they should definitely be at the Nike factory store in about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about uh, Nike Air Max Penny Warrior? I like those pennies um, in original colors, though, the magic colors. All right, what pennies are these, though? With the white and then the Nike sign in the middle? I think I know what you're talking about. They was the first ones, the, his first pennies. Um, but they in the Warriors colorway. Uh, that makes no sense to me unless he played for the Warriors, and I don't know about that. Nah, he never played for the Warriors. He tried. Um, that's it though. Just, it was making, some, just making shit up. Some Nike, some some fear guys dropped this today, as well. We officially on episode ten, man. How, episode ten. How does it feel? It feels pretty good, man. It's like time flying. I'm excited about the new year though, man. New year, we got we, we, got, we got some shit for y'all, man. Like uh, we just looking forward to keep pushing the culture forward, man. Hopefully, we got some 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 insight today about the generational wealth topic. If y'all have anything that we Definitely. did not cover, we didn't do a deep dive. No, was we wasn't. A, it, it was this gems. wasn't Ayana Fix My Life. No, we wasn't here <laughs> to do all that. We just give you some basic topics. There's definitely some gems today. Um, so, just yeah. to help you be better in the new year, though. Some Listen. Food, some food for thought. All that shit you be doing, you can fix it one day at a time. Yeah. One step, one app. It's an app for everything. Definitely. We out of here until next week. All right. Holla at y'all. Hey, it's your girl Super Cindy reporting live from the corner of 183rd Street and 27th Avenue at Checkers in Miami Gardens. We got Gucci Mane, 2 Chains, and Rick Ross, and we're here for the Buy Back the Block movement, where we raise up the community and support and love us. We own the hood. For real.
If you live by it, die by it, damn man. Okay. Like, uh, I got a crib in Florida, and I don't even stay there. Been by my mama on crib. Ball baby mama in daycare. I got a ball for Peter. All of my balls are lit.